Welcome to Reinventing Perspectives, the show that's all about wealth creation through a what would Jesus do lens. If you're an entrepreneur and you love Jesus, then this is the place for you. We are going to be looking at eternal principles to inspire us to the next level where we create wealth and make an impact. Are you ready for the power of a kingdom perspective? Thank you for tuning in. Without wasting any more time, let's get to it. Last episode, we talked about the grind and faith. If you missed it, please do check it out. There's tons of nuggets in that episode. But today we want to talk about the secret sauce. What is the difference between Oprah and another journalist who's working as hard as she is with a strong belief that he or she is going to make it? What makes one person a billionaire versus a hundred thousand year or a ten thousand year? Solomon is the wealthiest king in the Bible. He's the wealthiest man ever recorded in the Bible, let alone the wealthiest king. What made Solomon different from other kings? What made him different even from his father, King David? Because King David is referred to as the man after God's own heart. He loved God so much that he's noted in the Bible. The secret source is wisdom. Solomon, when God asked him, what do you want? He could have asked for anything. But he asked for the wisdom to serve the people of God. That's in 2 Chronicles verses 1. He asked for the wisdom and knowledge to do the job that God had given him. Basically, Solomon in the Old Testament is a reflection in the New Testament of the verse that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything shall be added unto you. If you look at just before this verse in Matthew, these are the words of Jesus. Don't worry about what you shall eat, what you shall drink, or what you shall wear. Your Father in heaven already knows that you have need for them. Rather, seek the kingdom. That's what we're told to do by our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Seeking the kingdom just basically means asking God for the wisdom to do whatever it is that he has given us to do in a way that is pleasing to him. Let's break down our secret source statement. The wisdom and the knowledge to serve. That's the secret source right there. If we start by looking at wisdom, the Bible tells us that if any of you lacks wisdom, ask of God who gives generously without fault and it will be given to you. Can you see how the enemy conspires to keep us living beneath our potential? In this day and age, everything is about keeping God out of all the areas of production. Keep God out of your job. Keep God out of your business. Keep God out of the schools. And the danger of keeping God out of everything is how do we keep God out and yet he is the source of wisdom. Basically, we can't be productive if we're keeping God out of the things that we're doing. God has got to be a part of every area of our lives. We cannot be fruitful apart from God. Our productivity depends on God. Failing to be productive means slipping into poverty. I don't have to go into the ills that come about because of poverty. We all know them. God is the source of the secret source. Proverbs 3 verse 16 says, In the right hand of wisdom is long life, and in the left hand of wisdom is wealth and honor. So we need to ask God to give us the wisdom to serve. Let's go into knowledge. We have to make sure that we're staying informed and we're staying current. I think most entrepreneurs do a pretty good job of making sure that they're knowledgeable about whatever it is that they're doing. The final component is service. We have to make sure that in everything that we're doing, we're thinking about how can I better serve? 
How can my business serve? Our greatest example is Jesus Christ, the greatest man to walk on the earth. And yet the Bible says Jesus Christ came to serve. Service is the pillar to any mission statement. Why we exist. We exist to serve. Define your service. Every person who listens to my podcast should XYZ. Every person who buys my product should XYZ. What should the experience do? Define it simply and briefly and concisely. Just look at Disneyland. This is a company that has existed for a hundred years. And what are they doing? They're obviously doing something right. What do they serve? They serve an experience of the happiest place on earth. Whatever form it takes, they ask, does it make people happier? As an entrepreneur, we have to ask ourselves, what does my business serve? Don't fall in love with your business plan or don't fall in love with your product. Fall in love with how you serve. About your hairstylist, are they the best hairstylist around? Mm, probably not. They're probably way better hairstylists anywhere in your area. But why do you keep going back there? You're going back there for the way in which you are served. So the product, the, the haircut or the hair color or the massage is secondary to the service. The reason the client keeps coming back is not because the product is the best that ever existed. It's because of the manner in which they're being served. What is it that they're being served? Once you define your service, put it into action. Serve one person and gain some insight. And then serve another person and implement that insight. Get some more feedback and serve another person. Iterate your way to success. Pray for the wisdom to serve. What's going to differentiate us from other people who are doing what we already do? It's going to be the wisdom and the knowledge to serve. That's the secret sauce, guys. Tune in next episode. If you got some nuggets out of today's episode, please do let us know. Help us to serve you better by joining the discussion on YouTube at Reinventing Perspectives or drop a comment on our website, reinventingperspectives.com. Until then, see you next episode. Stay well. Mm-hmm.